five, four, three, two, one. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon from wherever in the world you might be listening. Paul here, realestatepodcastshow.com. Today, I've got another one of my very um, interesting guests that I, uh, I, I like having people on the show uh, as many of you know from uh, past episodes that are literally just interesting to me. And uh, obviously, in this case, uh, this particular gentleman is uh, uh, obviously doing uh, a lot of great stuff on Twitter and puts out a lot of great um, content. So I wanted to uh, sort of have a bit of a chat with him and maybe introduce uh, some of you to him and, uh, you know, see what uh, you guys think about what his uh, in investment plans and his um programs are about and uh we can take it from there so i wanted to welcome to the show uh jared and is, is it pronounced fannin that's right yeah okay well thank you jared for joining me so start off by uh again just doing your uh elevator speech whether you whether you do it for work or not is not important so uh tell the world a little bit about you hey paul appreciate you having me on i, I really really appreciate it um so just a little bit about me. I'm just a, a typical uh, married guy with two kids. I'm uh, 34 years old. And my wife and I have been married for 10 years. Uh, if you can't tell from my accent, I'm from the southern portion of the United States, uh, northern Alabama. Now, to, I can, I can tell you have an accent. Do I sound like I have one? <laughs> uh, no, not really. I'm always I was curious because I'm told Canadians have an accent. I, of course, <laughs> would not know that. So no accent on this end. Well, may, I'm just maybe checking. a little bit, maybe just a little bit. I, I I did read on your profile that you are from Canada, but I if am. you had not have told me, I probably wouldn't have uh, been able to tell. Wow. So okay, so I can I can pull off to uh, I can pull off uh, uh, a, a bit of an American uh, version of uh, myself yeah. when, when I'm when I'm below the border. That's all I wanted to hear. Sorry to interrupt you, but you brought up a good point there. So yes, you're from this. You're from obviously you're from the south. Um, and yeah, so the, the, tell me a little bit about, uh, again, where were you born? Uh, where'd you grow up? Yeah, so uh, I, I grew up in a small town uh, just north of Birmingham, Alabama. Nice. Um, and, and I've lived there pretty much my whole life. Went to uh, went to college uh, here locally. And um, I work uh, close in the, in the automotive industry. I actually work for Toyota uh, oh. as a uh, production uh, control analyst. So... Right. Uh, that's that's the career path, not not necessarily uh, the thing that I plan to do, but it's how it ended up. So uh, so I've been doing that for close to 11 years now. And and in the midst of getting married and starting a family and growing a career, I slowly started to get into uh, the world of personal finance through uh, through avenues such as Dave Ramsey and uh, a couple of others that were big in the uh, the paying down debt world. Yeah. Because just like a lot of young couples that I'm, I'm sure you've spoken with yourself, um, started accumulating a lot of debt uh, during our early months of our, in years of our marriage. And we bought a house in the fifth year of our marriage and, you know, did it the, the I guess you would say the unquote, unquote the correct way we had a down payment and uh, and we used a conventional loan and everything was good and probably about a year into our home ownership mm -hmm. we had a major home repair that we had to do and as a matter of fact it was a a, 
a, a termite infestation that we found in one of the bedrooms of our house. So I don't know if you guys deal with that in Canada, we but do. here we, we do have our termite pockets uh, around uh, in my city, anyways, and and and, and nearby, uh, but not common to all. So that's yeah, and that's of course uh, that's a that's a terrible thing to find out as a surprise. Oh yeah. And, and, and as a matter of fact, here in, in the South, there's, there's two types of houses, what I've been told, one that has termites and one that's about to get termites. <laughs> okay, so yeah, unfortunately right. we had it a little sooner than what we were hoping, but, but in any case, uh, we got the, the damage inspected by a professional and it turns out it wasn't as bad as we had feared. It was only in one wall of the bedroom. Okay. So we was able to get it repaired. Uh, rather quickly and treated. Um, but, uh, however, we didn't have the money to go and, and make the repair with cash. So we had to borrow money to do it. Mm -hmm. So, and one day after having made that repair, I was sitting at the kitchen table and I was like, babe, look, I mean, we just financed this repair and didn't even really blink. And we started looking and that's what kind of woke us up to this, idea that we wanted to pay down our debt and after tallying it all up throwing it all on the table we saw that we had over thirty thousand in debt with mm -hmm. the the loan to fix the termites uh all of our credit cards a car uh and a couple of other random things that was the total amount and we knew that that wasn't just a huge amount and i know a lot of other people around us are in worse shape but we needed to get this taken care of because we were trending in the wrong direction mm -hmm. so uh, that's when we started the dave ramsey program and we got the debt paid off in a little over a year uh, and at that point is when we started uh, really getting serious about investing. I mean, in the, I was in the background, I was investing in my 401k through my work. My wife was doing her thing through her job, but we weren't doing anything uh, in addition to that. So that's when we started getting, getting into the Roth IRAs, um, investing in index funds. And then I'm sure we'll get into that here uh, later on. But that's, well, you know, that's, what? A that's a good point. But you will have to actually speak. Um, a little bit of Canadian because you might have to explain the translation because right. of course we don't have some of your products. We have some of them, but not all of them. Um, but the good news is you might be speaking to, you know, Canadians who are, you know, thinking about doing what you've done. So the good news is um, it's not going to be wasted uh, information. So ju just keep that in mind, if you will. No, no, definitely. And, and I, I'm not, I have some uh, Canadian friends that I that I have on Twitter, and um, so I'm not just super familiar with your all's uh, investment vehicle that would be the equivalent to the Roth IRA, but I believe there is some type of and, and essentially just a just a very quick explanation of Roth IRA is just a it's an investment account where you pay with after-tax dollars, and then after uh, when you withdraw the money when you're uh, around ta uh, retirement time, it's all tax free because you've essentially already paid the taxes because it's post tax. Mm -hmm. So that's the, that's the type of uh, investment vehicle that I'm speaking of. And there may be an equivalent Canada. I'm not 100% positive. Yeah, you know what? There's probably people who know a lot more about finances. I mean, I I'm interested. I've been reading about it since I was 16. So I know, what we have is something called RSPs. We've got GICs. We've got, of course, stocks and bonds. 
Um, but I know someone listening, and this is the best part about this whole thing, Jared, is I hope someone listening uh, who knows more than this, more, more about this than both of us do, will, will, you know, will reach out to one of us and maybe even be my next guest uh, to make sure that, again, right. the, the information becomes, uh, you know, as, as uh, clear to those listening. So obviously your Canadian friends, I, I hope they get this link once, uh, once we've, uh, once this has all been recorded. Yeah. Yeah. And I can definitely reach out to those guys too and share with you, um, what they know because I, I know that there is a type of investment vehicle out there. I'm just not sure, but Absolutely. I do know that yeah. you guys have access to uh, investments like the S and P 500. Yes. Uh, yes and, and that's yeah. mostly what I invest in currently. So just backing up just a little bit uh, I, after we paid off the debt and started our investing uh, prior to that, we built an emergency fund because again, this is all part of the, the Dave Ramsey program. I'm not, I don't get paid by Dave Ramsey, first of all. So I'm not, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm not being compensated by saying that I use the Dave Ramsey program. I'm, it was just integral to our uh, story. So that's why I'm bringing it up so much. But, but anyway, we saved up. A, I appreciate you being direct about that. That's important <laughs> for people to hear that it's not a commercial. Uh, right. Because right, there's no yeah. commercials on this podcast to begin with. So that's, uh, that's, that's something I'm glad you're saying. So, yep, absolutely. Yeah, so that's I'm, I'm the not, systems, uh, the systems. And I, and I know them as well. The snowball, I'm, I'm familiar with them on, on some level. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So again, not being paid to say this, but, but three to six months of expenses is what he recommends. So we started with three months. So once we started our, uh, our emergency fund savings, then we started investing. And I'm, I'm glad that we did that because when we paid off our debt, we had a few other things pop up uh, in the meantime between uh, our paying off the debt and then uh, investing. And we was able to utilize this cash uh, instead of going back to the credit cards. So we had three credit cards prior and I got rid of two of them. And then I kept the one because uh, I wanted to have it just in case, but, and that's something that Dave Ramsey would not recommend, by the way, is keeping credit cards. He tells you to get rid of all of them, but we, we didn't do that. We actually kept one and we still use it to this day. We just pay it off each month. Uh, and then once we got through all of that and saved the emergency fund, then we started investing and I wanted to just keep it simple um, and then invest in S&P 500 index fund. But then I also started dabbling into individual stocks. So, and here's where uh, it was a big learning point for me personally, because I felt like that I was smart enough to pick stocks, you know, um, and, and, it, and there's certainly people out there that can do it. Um, but it wasn't for me. I learned very quickly because I was doing the things like I was trying to time uh, the market by buying at a certain time and selling at a certain time. I was trying to time uh, IPOs, you know, initial public offerings when stocks come up. And I was, I was trying to do all of these things. I was reading all of the articles. I was, I was plugged into the news. I was doing all of these things, calling into the shareholder meetings. But then I learned that this is just, you know, a rat on a wheel. And, you know, me, as I said earlier, on the outset, I'm a married guy with kids. I don't have time to study stocks. And that's not to say that anybody in your audience can't do that because there's certainly people on Twitter that are very successful with that. Oh, I'm, there's, uh, there's people I, that blow my mind, the stuff that they know. And, and that's yeah. part of me. I like, I like dipping my toe into a little bit of everything. I don't, I, I would never say, ask me for stock advice or ask me for, you know, 
U.S. investment advice. I would never even dare. So that's why you're here. You're here explaining the the, the little bits of um, the the parts that have worked for you, uh, and maybe the parts that don't. And and that's all. That's 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 what makes us human. Is uh, you know, you're not going to follow any one system. So that's uh, that's really great that you uh, uh, that you're saying that as well. Yeah, absolutely. And so, but it was a learning process for me to get to that point because I thought I could do it. And, and, you know, again, like you just said, I would never, you know, give anybody any type of financial advice without knowing their full story. But that was when I transitioned fully away from individual stocks and just doing purely index funds, uh, low cost uh, broad-based index funds. And that was uh, a philosophy that I learned from a book called The Simple Path to Wealth by J.L. Collins. Uh, that's a fantastic book uh, for anybody that hasn't read it. It's a very, very underrated finance book out there. But basically, J.L. Collins' philosophy is to just buy the market, just be the market, and continually buying shares every week, every month, uh, and, and just keeping it super, super simple. So I adopted that philosophy fully. Um, I was investing each month into, you know, the Roth IRA or, or whatever the equivalent is in Canada. Mm -hmm. And just to the simple S&P 500 index fund started off um, with absolutely nothing at that point. And, and I'm not saying this to brag because it's certainly not a lot of money, um, there's certainly people with more money out there, but I'm just saying this to encourage any of your listeners out there. Uh, as of today, that account is is almost forty thousand dollars. Now we've had a big down dip here recently in the market, but but my point is is that I, I, it started with literally zero, okay, and it's grown to that amount now. Now by the time I retire, this amount is going to be almost a million dollars. And so that's that's the that's the reason why I'm on Twitter is to encourage people to not only pay off their debt and to get control of their finances, but to just start and know that anybody can do this because I'm not a millionaire yet, but I'm definitely going to be one if, if, if everything goes according to my plan. I know life happens and I know things happen, and that's why we have these systems in place like the emergency funds and the things that help kind of uh, keep all of the things like that at bay. But the point is it can be done, and, mm -hmm. and it's, assess it's more accessible now than it ever has been Talk, speaking on investing. It's more possible now than it's ever been. Mm -hmm. And so it, it can be done. And that's my message. And that's the reason why I'm on Twitter is to encourage people. So again, not saying to brag, but that's the amount that it's at now. And along with my retirement, my wife's retirement and my uh, other uh, vehicles, like my health savings account, and I can speak more on that later, but all of that combined is going to get me to the point of financial freedom one day down the road. I'm, you know, I'm like, I'm 15 years down this road already mm -hmm. started just a little bit later, yeah. but I'm definitely going to get there one day. Good, good, good. And, and again, obviously I, again, I think it's important for people to hear from all different uh, people. And I, and I, and I've actually got somebody that I'm even talking to soon from India uh, about mm -hmm. their, you know, successes and again, failures and, and, and lessons, because um, again, you, you mentioned you were, you say you were 30. I'm sorry. Yeah. So I'm, I'm 34 right now. You're 34. So yes, for sir. me, remembering what I went through in my twenties, again, for me, twenties was still, um, you know, just, 
diapers for me in terms of financial. Like I was still learning. I bought my first house at 24, but still learning at the time. I just, it, it seemed like a good idea, you know, learning the whole way through, falling down, getting up. Thirties, uh, we had our kids. Um, so forties is, is kind of like for me where a lot of those things uh, came together. So everybody listening, that's why I'm, I'm mentioning this, Jared, because everybody listening, whether you're in your 20s or actually in your teens, because if you're like me, um, maybe some of this stuff was interesting to you, even in your teens. Um, but maybe it didn't all come together. But you know, fast forward 10 years, um, you know, the, the brain sort of starts to say, Oh, okay, I get I get what that is now you know, I'll start doing this. So my hope is that people listening, uh, and of course, a lot of people listening here are listening for the real estate content, but I don't think you can put a plate, uh, and, and it is your Thanksgiving week over there. So happy Thanksgiving, first of all. <laughs> Thank um, you. But I don't think you can put a plate together of, of a, a balanced diet, um, a financially balanced plate of food, uh, and not have, you know, a little bit of discussion about, you know, stocks, bonds, investments, real estate, um, you know, crypto, we may not talk about and, and, and it's, it's certainly not something I know enough about. But for some people, there's a little side, there's a little bit of, you know, like a like a little bit of stuffing on your plate, there might be a little bit of crypto on the plate. But uh, the turkey right. for a lot of people, the, the big piece of, you know, the big, giant leg of, you know, turkey leg that might be the real estate. And that's what it's been for me almost my whole life. 90 or 80% has always been uh, real estate because that was my passion. And like Warren Buffett says, um, you know, if I don't know, if I don't know about a product or if I don't believe in it, uh, I can't put a dollar in it. It could be a great thing. And there's a right. million stocks out there. I'm sure I've lost, I'm sure I've lost millions of dollars by not investing, but I just don't know. And you mentioned it earlier yourself. You're not as uh, comfortable with that. So um, what I wanted to also touch on is, and, and I've seen some of your polls and, and some of your posts, uh, obviously, you know, you, you also talk about, uh, you know, obviously the, uh, um, sort of the benefits of, uh, you know, being, uh, debt-free in terms of, uh, you know, being mortgage-free. And one of your recent posts that I just noticed was about, uh, um, I believe you said something about how, uh, is it better to, um, about the paid off house yeah, being a flex. That's right. The paid off house. I think you said, yeah, paid, I got, I'm just pulling it up in front of me now. So, yes. so yeah, so let's settle this. Do you own your home after paying it off? So obviously being mortgage free and I'm, I'm a huge right now, again, it's not just you. It's not just in the U S this is a global um, and not to scare anybody because I've, I've said this many times before, but as far as the recession goes, um, this is not confined to any one area. Like maybe 2008 uh, for you guys was really bad, but it wasn't so bad here. This, this one's a little different. So um, talking about the advantages, the, the, the protections that are involved with paying your house off. Um, I'm, I'm definitely on the, on the side where yes, uh, of course, you know, it puts you in a, in a, in a better liability position. Um, but of course, do you own the house after paying it off? Um, my vote on that is so, sort of in between. Yes, you own the property, but even here in Canada, the same thing goes, you'll always have to pay the taxes uh, and you'll never, you know, you'll never own the land that you're on. doesn't matter how you slice it. And it's, and it doesn't make sense to some people, but uh, I think you probably get that's how it works even where you are. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just touching on that for a moment, um, 
I think that uh, that that post that post did really well, by the way. Uh, yeah, no, I can more, tell. More, more, better, better than I thought. Yeah, but yeah. I think it speaks to the just the emotional aspect of it because most a lot of people have mortgages, and it's I would say for the majority of people, it's the biggest expense in their line item, and they see that every month, and they're like, "Gosh, dang! If I could just get rid of this, what could I do?" And when they think about it being gone and paid off, I mean, they're like, oh, yeah, of course, it's a, a freaking flex. Are you kidding me? A paid off house? Mm -hmm. It's certainly more impressive for anyone that's younger. I mean, there's older people that have houses paid off that's maybe not so much a flex, but but it's it's impressive by and large. And it's a goal for just millions of people is to have a, a paid off house. But talking about the 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 do you own it? Do you really own it? Ever own it? I actually retweeted one of those responses and and I thought about doing a, a subtweet later on about this, but uh, one of the followers said something that it was just like, okay, I, I can't say it any better. I've got to retweet this. But basically mm -hmm. what he said was you're going to pay some type of tax regardless, whether through a paid off home, you're going to pay it directly to the county that you live in. Mm -hmm. If you still have the mortgage, you're going to pay it through your escrow. Or if you uh, rent it, you're going to pay it. You're going to pay it through your rent with your landlord's uh, uh, with the, the the tax baked into the renter's uh, monthly payment. Yeah. So one way you're going to pay it, unless you just live completely off the grid in the wilderness. Now you know, I know one thing. Yeah, I'm going to pay my taxes, but is when I look at my uh, budget every month, if that payment is gone then to me, I don't really care if I, you know, if the county holds this bill over my head that I've got to pay county taxes or mm -hmm. property taxes. I don't necessarily care about that. Yeah. So there's some people that would argue against that, but by and large to the normal everyday person, you know, they don't care if they've got to pay property taxes. I mean, what are they going to do? Come get your land. I guess they could do that. And that's what the argument about why that they, why it's never yours. I don't really get into all that though. So well, no, that's and, just, and, and if, if the end result, and again, this is about being, there, there's a, there's a certain thing about, you know, um, the people. And again, I don't know you, we haven't, physically met or anything like that. But for me, there's, there's, there's a certain honesty that comes through the way some people speak and the way some people talk online that, because again, I'm, I'm, again, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm in my late forties. I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm celebrating my last spin in my forties. I just turned 49. I know when there's BS happening and I know when there isn't. So when I can hear someone, again, this is why I, I wanted to have you on the show is because when I hear people who know what they're talking about and they can explain it in that um, uh, sort of systematic way that helps other people learn it, I, I think that kind of stuff is what needs to be sort of, you know, spread around in terms of, um, you know, the, 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 the Twitter sphere or whatever you want to call it. Right. Um, and of course, even on the, even, you know, via this podcast, because I think that kind of information is what helps people know. So, um, yes, of course, there are many levels of home ownership. There's a lot of things that they don't tell you. They'll, they'll never tell you this. I don't know about you guys, but they'll never tell your kids in high school uh, all the things they should know. You, you're, you're learning it all on your own, even to this day. 
Um, you're le- you're learning it all either from a book or in this case, maybe from Twitter. Um, <laughs> right. But uh, the, the good news is, and I think you guys were a little different on this one here, but the way it works in Canada is what, with your principal residence, um, when you do sell it, you are exempt from capital gains. So be- basically right. that means that is the closest for most people, the closest they're ever going to get to the lottery for most people is what you did 10 years ago, the investment you, you, you made 10 years ago that may or may not have been planned, but you just sort of had a feeling. And that's all my wife and I have done in our, in our many years, 24 years of, of being homeowners. Uh, we've literally just said, okay, that, 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 that area, you know, we lived in one neighborhood, we moved literally a block. And it's just because on the other side of this main street, it was literally like sunshine and darkness. And on the darkness side, uh, we both felt like something's going to happen on the darkness side, and it's going to be a lot better than the sunshine side. Uh, <laughs> and we were right. Uh, a few a few times we did that. Once in a while, you know, you just sort of break even or you might lose. Um, but if you just keep doing it, you you end up. Uh, you know, you end up good. So, you know what, I, I think those are some really great, um, you know, those are some really great, great points that you bring up today. And of course, again, I want to keep people, um, uh, you know, I want to keep people enthralled and uh, make sure that they uh, hopefully join us again, if we if we get a chance to sit down for uh, a little bit more detail, but I know you've got things going on, you've got family there with you. And, uh, and again, it is your Thanksgiving week. So I just really wanted to say tonight, um, thank you for your time, Jared. I really appreciate you joining me on the podcast. And yeah. um, I do hope that maybe we can, uh, again, get together again and, and, you know, maybe record another segment soon. Yeah, yeah, no, that sounds good. And, uh, and again, I appreciate you having me on and I'm uh, happy to come back anytime. Absolutely. So if someone wanted to reach out to you, of course, again, we just touched on a bunch of topics, but of course, if someone wanted to reach out to you uh, and have a further discussion with you, obviously, I, I know you're going to drop the Twitter handle because that's uh, uh, probably your uh, your main one. And, and, and I love the I love the way it sounds. I haven't told anybody what it is. So you'll be the one to tell them. And of course, anything else, email, website, whatever, uh, whatever's best for you. So go ahead and leave that for people. Yeah, and I appreciate that. So really the best way to get in touch with me is just to go to my Twitter page. It's at MoneyJRod. Uh, JRod Money was already used, so I had to go with just the, the backwards version of it, uh, MoneyJRod. So just you can just shoot me a DM there. And um, I'm always willing to help people out. I get people asking questions quite often, and uh, it's just one of the things that I'm here for. So that's the best place to reach me out. All right, my friend. Well, again, it's been uh, wonderful talking with you. And again, I hope we can, uh, again, once all your Canadian friends, as you mentioned, uh, and of course, uh, my goal on on this end of things is uh, I like being the connector for people. And I hope, you know, this is what I get to do uh, for a living uh, is to connect people to, you know, smart investments and and again, good advice. So hopefully I'll be hearing uh, from all those Canadians. And and again, of course, all the Americans and everybody that you know, Um, let them let them know, we'll make sure that we both uh, do a good job of uh, sharing the podcast. I'll, I'll put a little bit of a blurb up like I did for my uh, previous one that I just did with another uh, sort of uh, Twitter uh, real estate investment guy by the name the Frugal Gay. Uh, oh, yeah. He was my he was my recent guest, and we had a great great chat. And he he's got a, a whole system that he does uh, that I think again, like yourself, I think people um, get smarter just by listening. 
um, to these stories because some of these stories, of course, you can't do long form on Twitter. You can only do right. sort of these little blips, which is great because our brains are, are you know, uh, I think uh, unfortunately society has made it so that our brains have a 10 seconds uh, timer on them and, and we can learn things really quickly. Um, but there are things like investments and finances, real estate, as you know, uh, that do require a little bit more. And I hope uh, that's what the podcast helps with that. And, uh, you know, just adds, a you know, maybe another layer of uh, information. So once again, my friend, thank you for your time tonight. Uh, enjoy the rest of your evening with the family. And uh, we'll definitely be in touch again soon. Yeah, thanks so much, Paul. Okay. Hope you have a good one. You too. All right, bye.